hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. Is that long arc toward justice taking just a little bit too long for you? Do you wish you could push faster and harder for progress that we all desperately want? Well, there are ways to do both and much, much more. You're listening to Queer Money episode number 220. Today, we're sharing three ways to give more value out of your pink dollars. We make the Queer Money podcast for you, so please email your money questions to questions at debtfreeguys.com or post them in the Queer Money Facebook group. We may answer your question in an upcoming episode. There's personal finance for the masses. This is not personal finance for the masses. This is Queer Money. This podcast is sponsored by Capital One. Capital One is redesigning the banking experience by offering simple, straightforward, and seamless ways for you to bank from almost anywhere, so banking fits into your life, not the other way around. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Queer Money. We're happy to have you with us. So today's episode is inspired by current events, uh, <laughs> what's going on in the world today, especially around the idea of Black Lives Matters and the current uh, national race discussion. And what kind of inspired this was an article I saw the other day on one of the business publications that uh, we go to regularly. And the article was talking about how Yelp has now added a feature that allows individuals to filter and find Black-owned businesses so that individuals can support Black-owned businesses, which Honestly, I think this is an awesome idea. Absolutely. I love this idea and I wish that more companies, especially the big retailers like Amazon and other companies that have small businesses feeding into them would do this because just I can just think of the amount of money that we could then basically spread out to businesses that we are wanting to support in various minorities, including the LGBT community. And what reading this kind of did is it brought up this discussion again between John and, and me around the idea that what are we doing with our pink dollars and why we know that this is not available, this kind of filtering is not available for the LGBT community, but shouldn't we really be doing this on our own? Right. And one of the things that kind of has been a driver behind this is this saying or this kind of guidance that has been coming out about racism. And it's this idea that it's not enough anymore to just say that you're not racist, that you actually have to be an anti-racist, which means it's not enough to not do bad. You have to do good. And I think that many of us have gotten kind of settled into a lifestyle or habits that allow us to say that we're not doing bad, but are we actively doing good? And there is a way to actively do good when it comes to us supporting the LGBT community and the money that we use and how we can use it to support the LGBT community. It's important for us to think about where our money goes. We often hear this, we often hear this discussion around where we shouldn't spend our money, but 
if we're being told not to spend our money somewhere, does that put the impetus on us to ask ourselves, where should I be spending my money so that I can do more good with my money? It's just as important where we spend our money as to where we don't spend our money. Exactly. I, you know, I think you know, we all know in the queer community and the general population, right, that we're not supposed to support Chick-fil-A. But by and large, and, and maybe maybe Publix, um, but by and large, other than those two organizations, we're not really kind of actively, ongoingly boycotting any, org- any other organizations, that, at least that I'm aware of. And I don't hear as much of a push toward supporting alternative businesses that are LGBTQ owned and operated, or at least that we know of being LGBTQ friendly. Um, I mean, we know several examples of, of people who do business with people who their politics is questionable. And we don't really seem to have a problem with that by and large, but definitely can't do business with Chick-fil-A. So fine, we can't do business with Chick-fil-A. That's all well and good. Yet we're kind of indifferent or maybe even too lazy to research. Well, what are the LGBTQ owned sandwich shops that we can go to as an alternative? Or do we just go to another gigantic corporation who may or may not indirectly or directly donate to causes and politicians who are actively fighting against and tearing down our rights? So these are the questions that David and I had kind of as, as inspired by this, this article about Yelp. And definitely that uh, we do, we should, we should have a filter for the same thing on Yelp. But in the interim, until that actually happens, um, there are some things that we as a community can do ourselves uh, to sort of put this in motion uh, before um, have some companies save us. So we are going to share three steps that we can all take, um, David and I included, um, to make sure we're getting more power out of our pink dollars. Right. And I think that's the important thing here is that, yeah, we probably are pointing fingers at individuals as a collective saying you could do better. But we also understand that there are three fingers pointing back at us saying that we can do better. And that is the purpose of this. Uh, We are starting to discover there are ways for us to do better. And we want to pass those on to you and encourage you to do the same. So the first point here is to spend more of your money within the queer community, LGBT owned and operated businesses. And I think this is where it is important for us to say to ourselves, this is where I am going to ensure that my dollars are doing good rather than just not doing bad, right? And so what kind of effort are you going to put into spending your money or more of your money in the queer community? The Evidence out there is that the buying power of LGBT folks in the United States is nearing a trillion dollars. And you just think about the good that can be done with all of that money and the way that money can then filter through our community. We're constantly hearing about the disadvantages of our community. Are you or am I doing what we can to help erase those disadvantages? So what can you do? Well, here's an example. And again, like I said, John and I are trying to do better. And here's one of the ways that we are doing this. We recently moved to Las Vegas. And so in relocating to Las Vegas, that meant that there are a lot of services that we have to either switch or we have to find new places to go. And so in order to try to support the community more, we didn't want to just be lazy and say, I'm just going to sign up for whatever is convenient. We said, I'm, we want to actually support the community. So we reached out to the local LGBT Chamber of Commerce. 
Uh, here, it's called the Gay and Lesbian Chamber of Commerce of Nevada. And so what we did is we reached out and we said, can you please provide us with some recommendations? We need a new insurance agent for our home and auto insurance. Uh, we need optometrists and dentists. All of these are services that we are going to be switching or starting up. And we said, if we have the opportunity to have these streams of income support people in the community that we know would turn around and support the community, why wouldn't we do that? And for many of these, these are services that we will find once and pay ongoing, especially when it comes to our insurance. But other things like an optometrist or a dentist, we're probably going to use them several times a year. So it allows us to continue not just on a one-time occasion, but multiple to do this. So it's important for us to look at where our money goes. And we want to encourage you to do this on a regular basis. You know, one of the things in our credit card payoff plan and also in our Budget Buster Bundle plans, both of those, we encourage individuals to do a spending analysis that does a look back at where your money has been going. And when most people do this, they're surprised at where their money goes because they get a clear picture. Usually this is either a six month or a 12 month look back onto where, where the money is going. We want to encourage you that when you're doing your spending analysis, whether that's a look back for a long period of time or you're doing your monthly budgeting, ask yourself the question, can I do more to support the LGBT community? Where is my money going? What are, my, where, what are my expenses? And can I move some of those expenses to LGBT-owned businesses or LGBT-operated businesses to drive more benefit into the community? So how are we as a community actually doing? So uh, as we've gotten into the habit, we've asked the Queer Money Facebook group how they're spending their pink dollars and if they look for LGBTQ-owned businesses or operated and run businesses. And I know we know that this is a, a, a small snapshot of how the community at large is doing. It's directional, it's indication. So we asked the question, before doing business with anyone or anywhere, do you first confirm if there's an LGBTQ-owned option? The majority by 63% said, or 24 total, said sometimes. And I think that probably pretty applicable to the broader LGBTQ community. 10 people said never, three said mostly, one said I try, zero said always. So, so I think that's an indication that we could all probably do better. David and me included can also do better. I think that for many of us, when it comes to this, and this is one of the things that I'm starting to think about too, is what kind of effort am I willing to put in to do this? And I need to ask myself, why? Think about the small business owner, even if you're, you yourself are a small business owner or want to be a small business owner, how would you feel if you read these numbers or knew that someone was saying that, that Meh, if it doesn't put me out, I'll do it. Or if I already know of a business, I'll support them. As a small business owner, you would probably be discouraged that you're trying to grow your business and serve the LGBT community or serve people in general, and you're not getting the support from the community that you're a part of. Yeah, um, it's a little or, disheartening. Yeah, it is. So I think it's important for us to ask that on a regular basis, ask that question, how would I feel or how would a business owner feel if I were lackadaisical or lazy when it came to supporting them? And we got some responses to the question as well, or comments to the question as well. 
Dale said, honestly, I've never done that. I just kind of go into a place and if I like what's offered, I spend money or whatever there. Uh, Jonathan said, I should do this more often. And I think kind of uh, David and I are echoing that sentiment that we should all definitely be doing this more often. Justin added, I always refer to them as lavender dollars, not pink dollars, which I've not heard lavender dollars. And that sounds very pleasant. So maybe, <laughs> maybe we need to start using lavender dollars as well. You know, I, I think one of the, the challenges with this is sort of you can go down a rabbit hole too, right? How far do you take this? It's hard to have a purity or a litmus test and make sure that you only ever spend all of your dollars with LGBTQ owned or operated or LGBTQ friendly businesses. I mean, it's, it's, it's nearly impossible especially since many like Fortune 500 companies donate to both parties. You're always going to always going to have that contradiction, right? Because the reason they do that is they know that they've got to pay the piper and they don't always know who the piper is going to be. So th there's always that challenge. So you, you can never be 100% pure at this. And, and I don't think we're trying to set the bar for people to be 100% pure at this. The idea is that we could all simply just do better. How does your bank support the LGBT community? Not at all? For Pride in June? or 365 days a year. Capital One proudly supports the LGBT community throughout the year. Maybe it's time to support a bank that supports us. Go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash cafe for more info. Hi, I'm Louise Chernin. I am with Washington State's LGBTQ and Allied Chamber of Commerce. We are about business development, looking at everything through the eye of equality, equity, diversity, and inclusion, and investing over $600,000 a year in LGBTQ students. Join us. Check out the gsba.org. We welcome everybody. So number two, work toward your own financial security. And part of the reason why this is an important one is because the better we are with number two, the better we can be with number one and number three. We'll get to number three in a bit, but the more stable we are with our own financial security, the more we can have funds to support LGBT-owned businesses. And there's a number of ways to work towards your own financial security. And probably one of the most important ones is when it comes to our income. Now, we know for a fact that over and over again, we hear these data points around the pay gap for the LGBT community. And we know that some individuals are doing well and some individuals are not at all. And there's a lot of reasons as to why that happens. But there is a point where all of us have to step up and say, I need to do something to help improve my own financial security. And you know, there's a couple of ways to do this through diversifying your income streams, but also increasing your income. And when it comes to increasing your income, it's interesting. Last night, we were on our group coaching call with individuals who are part of the credit card payoff plan. One of the women in the group, she told a story about how last week she got up the courage. She created the documentation and went to her boss and said, I deserve a raise. Now, mind you, this is during this whole COVID time period where a lot of companies are looking at ways to scale back or be conservative when it comes to what they're doing with their money. And she said, I've been working really, really hard during this whole time period. I'm taking on extra work. I've been putting in extra hours. I deserve a raise. And they agreed. And she got the raise. So sometimes when it comes to increasing our income and working on our own financial security, some of that is us just taking the step 
to document and and to show that we deserve an increase in income. So that's one of the ways you can do that. The other thing is this diversifying your income. There are so many ways out there right now that we can learn or uh, steps we can take to just earn a little bit more, in, especially in this gig economy. Now, we'll cr- there will be a list of these recommendations that we'll put out on the website, debtfreeguys.com forward slash 220, that will give you some idea of some ways to make some extra money. But that's one of the things that helps a lot of people either pay off debt or create the kind of lifestyle that they want is that they find ways to make some extra money. So another way to help increase your financial security is to simply save more. And I think a lot of Americans right now, a lot of people globally are, are saving more because of COVID, but I think it's extra important for marginalized communities to be doing so right now, if not always. Um, now we've all heard the standard advice that we want to have anywhere from three to six months worth of living expenses reserved and set aside in an emergency savings account. Maybe for LGBTQ people, a little bit more, it would be better to the extent that you can acquire that just because we do still have some hurdles that we have to face that uh, other populations don't. But definitely save more of your money to the extent that you can. And when you're saving that money, seek an account, a bank account that you can get the highest interest rates available. Now, interest rates in general are quite low, but there are some institutions that have better rates than others. Uh, And um, we're obviously big fans of Capital One and Capital One's 360 account. Capital One has been a sponsor of the Career Money Podcast for a couple of years now, and they have one of the highest rates available. So look at Capital One 360. But also, in line with what we're talking about today, Capital One supports the LGBT community 365 days a year. They don't just show up for pride. They show up all year long and have been constant supporters of the LGBT community, not just David and me, but the community in general. Nearly every single call we have with Capital One, um, they're telling us about another organization that they've donated money to or they've donated resources to that support our community, other nonprofits that support our community. So um, we want to definitely in this discussion, we want to support support LGBTQ-owned operated uh, businesses. Uh, We also want to support LGBTQ-friendly businesses, those who are supporting us. Yeah. You know, it it was interesting you just mentioned this idea of of, uh, Capital One supporting organizations. There was a recent article, Upworthy article, that is an organization that they support regularly. And it's one that is specifically helping trans individuals with healthcare, which we know is a major financial issue for folks in the trans community. And so it's nice to see companies supporting these kinds of organizations that provide services to uh, individuals that oftentimes don't have the financial means to get the support and health care that they need. Yeah, we'll include a link to that and possibly the video if we can make that happen at debtfreeguys.com forward slash 220. Yeah. So the third part of this whole idea of being financially secure is one that John and I preach over and over and over again, and that is to pay off and avoid debt. Now, we believe that debt, especially credit card debt, is swimming in the deep end of the pool. You've heard us use this analogy before. You would never jump in or throw a kid into the deep end of a pool if you didn't know how to swim, right? And that's the unfortunate and sad thing about debt is that so many of us, and John and I included, and that's why we had the debt story that we had or have, is that we didn't know how to use credit cards. We didn't know what they were supposed to be used for or how to use them wisely. And for that reason, we got ourselves into a world of hurt with our credit card debt. And so we want to encourage you that one of the best ways to start 
working towards your own financial security is to pay your debt off. You know, on our uh, Facebook wall the other day, we posted a meme. And I think for a lot of people, there's this idea of shame around having debt. And the, the meme is just a reminder that there's no shame in having debt because so many of us have it because we don't have the education around avoiding debt. The shame is actually not having a plan to pay off the debt and stop wasting money. And that's really the important point here is that if we're not doing anything about the place that we're in, then there's a problem. Getting there or how we got there let that be something in the past. Focus on your future. And now we know that some individuals will say that there's good debt. There's great ways to use debt to benefit you. And that's absolutely true. Typically, that's not credit card debt, but sometimes credit card debt can be used as a way of leverage for, say, for example, growing your small business. But typically for us as individuals, we want to avoid and pay off debt. And just a reminder that the credit card payoff plan is now available to everyone all the time. So if you're looking for the fastest way to pay off credit card debt, definitely sign up for the credit card payoff plan. And maybe you can join that group call that we have every week. If you want a sample of what that experience is like, go to debtlasso.com and sign up for the free Debt Lasso calculator. And that will show you how the Debt Lasso method, which is a critical component of the credit card payoff plan, uh, will help you pay off your credit card debt. You can see exactly how it'll benefit you over maybe the snowball and the avalanche method that most people are familiar with. All right, number three. And this is, again, one that is really facilitated by working on number two. And number three is to actually give. To give of your money and your time to causes and leaders that promote and push for equality. We know that it takes a lot of different things to push for equality, right? We know that it's boots on the ground, it's advocacy organizations, it's politicians, it's volunteers, all of these individuals and groups all bring about the progress that we have seen. And it takes time and it takes money. And when we're stronger with our money, when we know what to do with our money, then we can give back. And one of the ways that we want to encourage you to do that is to set up a direct deposit from your employer. Now, a lot of corporations, medium and larger corporations have a way for you to do this directly through, say, for example, the portal that you use for your payroll or to make changes to your payroll. They allow you to set up an automatic donation to charities, which they turn around and then will match sometimes at 50 or 100%, depending on the dollar amount, but allows you then to funnel money to support these advocacy organizations or maybe even some of the politicians that are supporting the LGBT community. And this allows it to be something that's kind of this out of sight, out of mind. It's out of your paycheck even before. But if you don't have that, uh, or you work for a small company that doesn't have that, then set up some sort of direct deposit on your own, or maybe something out of your own checking account to one of these organizations. Dave and I have said this for years. It was basically the foundation of the Queer Money Live tour that we hosted last year. But the financially stronger we are as individuals, the stronger we are as a community, and the more money and time we have to invest with the people and the causes that are important to us. And that narrative also needs to include supporting LGBTQ-owned, operated, and managed businesses. So 
that's pretty much why we are trying to advocate for financial security within our community so that we can then push more for equality, push more for our community and members of our community to thrive. So in summary, the three steps or three ways to get more value out of your pink dollars. One, spend more money within the queer community. Search actively for LGBTQ owned operated and LGBTQ owned and operated businesses and spend your money there. Two, strive for financial security. And then three, give more of your time and your money to causes and leaders who will push for our rights. Thank you for listening to another episode of Queer Money. Take pride in your money by infusing your dollars back into the queer community. We complain about low wages earned within our community, which is only half the battle if we're funneling our money to straight white people who will then use that money against us. So here's your queer money takeaway from this episode. Connect with your local LGBTQ Chamber of Commerce to learn how you can spend your money more wisely within our community. We make the Queer Money Podcast for you, so please email your money questions to questions at debtfreeguys.com or post them in the Queer Money Facebook group and we may answer it in an upcoming episode. Thank you. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Capital One's checking and savings accounts have no fees and no minimums. And with one of the best saving rates in America, you can rest easy watching your money grow with no fees to bring you down. You can open an account in about five minutes, which means you are only about five minutes away from getting your savings to grow with one of the nation's best rates. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking queer money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.